Welcome to the ITAM Review Podcast, news, reviews and resources for ITAM, SAM and software licensing professionals. I'm very pleased to say we're doing another Fireside Chat podcast and I'm pleased to say that I'm with Abdullah Tukac. He's the Manager of Contract and Software Asset Management at Turk Telecom. So um, we're doing these because you are the current winner of the professional of the year and those that obviously obviously we're doing audio only but for my benefit i can see you've got the banner behind your head which looks really good <laughs> very good use of that so do you want to start by just introducing yourself to catch and just um okay. abdullah just let us know um a little bit about yourself okay uh, hi george so it's uh, thank you very much for giving this this chance to me and yeah if you got this kind of uh, award you, you couldn't hide it um, I'm Abdullah Tukac. Uh, I have been working in telecommunications industry uh, since 2005 in different roles. Um, my company career has started in 2012 as a specialist in a resource and contract management department. And after two, uh, working two years, for two years, I continued to work as a business relationship manager for three years, uh, ITIL process known, uh, business relationship, uh, relationship manager, BRM. In 2017, uh, the first time in company's history, a new department is established, which names contract and software asset management. Uh, and I was assigned as a manager of this office, and I'm still continuing uh, on this role uh, in my company uh, for uh, almost six years. Brilliant. So 2017 was the first time SAM was officially a title at Turks uh, or a department, I should say. Yeah, this department uh, in about uh, until yeah, 2017. The company career also started 2012, 10 years ago, 11 years ago. Mm. Uh, but before the telecommunication, uh, before this company, uh, also I worked uh, different kind of um, market. For example, a manager of store manager uh, in the different company also about six years before my career and uh, almost one year and as a, um, some sales department about an infrastructure company, uh, construction company, sorry. Mm. Uh, so my uh, professional career started in 2003. 2003. Yeah, at, what, yeah. at what point from 2003 to, I guess, to 2012, you said you had started it? Yes, the two, so, 2012 oh. in my company right now. Yeah. Yes. So, so it's a little bit started in my also IT career. Mm. Yeah. And did did you see did you see software asset management as is your path when you went in in 2012? Did you see um, that's where it was headed, or did you just you were in the right place at the right time when the the uh, SAM department was created? It's it's a little bit um, mixed and confused uh, because normally and. Um, in 2013, uh, when I started, uh, after one year, when I started my job, um, I have attended a Fujitsu Forum 2003 event in Munich, Germany, where I participated in an expert talk about SAM. Uh, I have chose that, uh, especially that uh, expert talk, 
Uh, that was the first time I heard I heard about Sam uh, about 10 years ago. But when I back to Turkey, uh, I have explained to my manager and the team how the logic is working about Sam. Uh, and I remember that uh, they gave me an origami made from cardboard. <laughs> it's, it shows the Sam yeah. uh, logic. But yeah. unfortunately, it's forgotten. And the upper management hadn't focused on this issue at that time. And after for a while, my responsibility in company has changed. So moved to another department. Uh, but I remembered the, uh, that someone uh, has tried to create an Excel file to reach all the software licenses. But I think uh, the file is stillborn. <laughs> so um, after all the dead cases, I somehow became a part of ITM, ITM in sourcing and contracting, and BRM at, and finally, contract and license management office is the um, real um, some, um, um, career uh, also started with that um, issue. Um, so oh, fascinating. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> in, in my company also, um, actually, I, I, this is not directly my request, but some might put me into this because it's uh, when the 2017, six years ago, the top management of the company or all the upper management uh, has changed a new mm. organization. Uh, created. So a governance unit was established under the project management office. Uh, then the relevant director uh, who established the, this organi organization asked, why are we spending so much money on software license? Uh, the question? So after, yeah, the, the, after this question, the contract mm. and license management team, uh, which, will be, uh, which will be called uh, SAM team, was established in my company. And I have been appointed manager of that uh, place. And after uh, I was appointed, I realized that I am a real item volunteer uh, in, in that time. I can't say that one. <laughs> <laughs> so you just, it's, it's interesting how- um, It's fate. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it just kind of yeah. stuck, didn't it? So from that initial 2013, hearing the word for the first time at that conference yeah and then yeah. It, it took another four years for the company to go oh yeah we ought to be managing this because we seem to be paying a lot for licensing yeah yeah step, step by you, step yeah. yeah yeah because i i was some professional about the um, con contracting and and procurement uh, experience uh, especially it services it softwares like that so um but 2017 is uh, the key point uh, is the, uh, after that, uh, that time uh, I can um, fight my uh, fight myself into the item directly yeah fantastic mm -hmm. That's, yeah. so now that you are you're fully into ITAM and you're you're the professional of the year <laughs> for ITAM yeah, um, yeah. what what does your day look like how mm -hmm. you know you come into the office um, and what happens? on a typical day typical day yes and um, i have some um every morning i start the day uh, by opening the dashboard of the sample that we use mm -hmm. right now typically every day so the first thing uh, i check at it's whether the jobs the current jobs to work correctly on the night or not 
So then I open the compliance report every day also. I will definitely uh, check if there is, has been a significant change in the license usage, mm-hmm. uh, especially for, for, for top five vendors uh, like that. So afterwards, uh, my second dashboard is a decision support system. So I do some inventory controls by selecting the license requirements among the budget needs uh, demanded by the teams, by the different teams in my organization uh, from our decision support system. Uh, I will check if uh, there is a license item, then uh, we have the license or not. Mm-hmm. And apart from the, those, I follow uh, many different activities in, to improve the whole data data in some tool, uh, such as improving discovery inventory rates or uh, correcting errors in the license entries. Because uh, in our company, we have really big, really large environment. So everything can be changed in, in, in any time. Uh, we are focusing, we are, um, uh, it's important for us to, to reach quality data. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, right now we are uh, we are now um, for 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 three or four months we are trying to change the uh, architecture of our sample because our project deployed in 2019, but uh, the technology is going and changing. Yeah. And so we are we are now, right now we are um, uh, trying to change the uh, architecture uh, to the ETL technology to getting gathering. Uh, good quality data uh, from the source, uh, different sources in our company. Maybe this is my uh, typical day. I can't yeah. say like that. <laughs> and is that, you, is that, that must, sound, must be quite a challenging thing, re-architecting that. So is that, is that the main, is that your main big challenge at the moment or have you got other things that keep you awake at night? <laughs> yeah. Yes, because, mm, if you tell me what's uh, my challenge or biggest challenge, uh, I can say data, data, data. Okay. Yeah, the quality of um, the quality and accuracy of data is our the biggest challenge. And at the end of the day, there is a lot, lot of lots of hard in the kitchen. But if the food is not delicious, so customers will not be satisfied. Our customers are uh, top managers. So our compliance reports are the meal, the foods we prepare. So if data is in the reports are inaccurate, we will not able to to clearly reveal our risk and we will not be able to provide the right guidance in decisions to be made by upper management. Mm -hmm. So yeah, if you want to survive as a same team in our company, you must present reports with as much accurate information as possible. So I can say that I couldn't um, sleep well before um, the reports we will prepare, especially for top top five members, Uh, but audit also, uh, audit audit requests makes me mad, but uh, if you see our, if you you see your risk uh, before then uh, audit risks, I can be a little more uh, relaxed because you do not be we trust our data, uh, we trust our uh, reports. In, uh, so I can be a little more relaxed if our uh, data quality is high. Mm. Uh, I imagine it's a never-ending 
challenge, isn't it? It's a, you know, you can't keep still on the data. It's always, it's always moving. Always got to keep it up to date. You don't want to be serving old data to your customers, yeah. their meal, because it will be moldy and they won't like that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Exactly. Take that analogy that one step further. Couldn't help myself. Um, <laughs> so about your kind of recent successes in the company, anything that kind of comes to mind? And, you know, obviously winning the, the award can obviously be one of those, um, but anything else? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. My, more, more, my most recent product achievement was the ITM Professional, ITM Professional of the Year Award, which was given uh, to me at the ITM, uh, ITM Review event. This award uh, is not given to everyone. Uh, so we have been following uh, the process of ITEM Review Awards with NV for two or three years. Following, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's very proud to finally get this award. Although I couldn't attend um, the ceremony due to visa problems, unfortunately, but my colleague carried the award from me with great care. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's and also it's on my table right now in my office, uh, and so um, I, I, I would like to mention two other things that I'm very proud of. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is the uh, one is that our project, which we completed in 2019, uh, as I told before, get the first award at the Sam's Europe Berlin event in 2020. Yeah. We finished in the first place at the competition. Uh, at that time, uh, we had to participate in the competition remotely due to the pandemic reasons. And uh, the other was that we passed um, the audit of a big panda uh, last year uh, without any surprise costs. Oh, brilliant. And, and moreover, moreover, we reduced the maintenance costs of the products we didn't use. So there are two. But uh, they're names. regretting that audit now, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so no surprise cost, the main goal. Yeah. And the other one is reduced risk, uh, reduced cost, maintenance cost. So we received very good feedback uh, from the upper management. Mm. I imagine that, so. Yeah, I imagine yeah, yeah. so. Yeah. I just, this sort of kind of leads into my question around kind of the perception. We like to understand how people or how the organization sees ITAM or or, or SAM. Mm-hmm. Um, and clearly off the back of an audit like that, I imagine you got mm-hmm. your reputation's pretty good as a department. Um, absolutely, yes. Yeah, to be honest, we can say that the ITAM concept has just started to find a strong place in our organization. Um, we had reached a level of maturity in hardware asset management. Uh, but we started to take um, serious steps in software asset management after 2017, after our management office established. So yeah. we made serious progress uh, after the, we deployed the system and created the process also. So, you know, the system we have, the process we have, and the people we have, same team also. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you, you need to find all its three uh, topics. But we can say that we still have a long way to go uh, as we show that we provide added value. The perception uh, of the organization towards the item will improve. Because yeah. when, we, when we reach the, the huge optimization, huge cost, uh, reduced costs, uh, some maintenance, uh, then the upper management see you, trust you, and 
uh, you can uh, the item um, is growing and uh, sitting a strong place, uh, as I can say. Mm, fantastic. I see. And then I always like to ask this question. This is, all, this is my favorite question about how you describe ITAM to people that aren't technical or people that just aren't in the industry at all. And then, you know, if you had to describe it to a member of your family, what you do all day, <laughs> how would you describe it? You know, so you got this award for doing what is it you do? <laughs> Normally, my job title is contract and software asset management. Uh, yeah. manager of contract and so forth, but uh, nobody can understand what I'm doing <laughs> in my company. <laughs> so, but uh, as an item um, approach, I can um, say that um, that's easy to find. Um, I can say that that's easy to find out uh, with one click, one click, how much of which foods are left in the refrigerator mm -hmm. uh, before going to the market. And I can also say that that's easy to access information about the expiration uh, dates of the foods, our foods. Mm. So after all, we don't want to damage our health by uh, eating expired foods, <laughs> or yeah. we also don't want our budget to be affected by buying foods that we already have enough of at home. Maybe uh, they can understand <laughs> what we are doing after this um, um, example. Huh? Yeah, I like that. I think I could benefit from a bit of ITAM at my my house. Yeah. <laughs> Why are we buying more food? We've got a fridge full of it. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, your lemons can be. Yes. Yeah. Why are we always throwing old food away? Yeah. Why didn't we eat it? It's wasteful. Okay. I like that. So um, I like to do the kind of what you love and what you don't like about ITAM. Are there any things that, that come to mind? Um, what I love about item, mm. the issue of uh, managing the issue of managing item assets feels like a soldier waiting at the border of the country. <laughs> so I love mission critical issues, and uh, what I like most about item is the, uh, that it mitigates risks for for organizations that uh, because we have already paid lots of money. To the, our IT assets, and somebody must um, protect them. Mm. So I love item and this uh, specialist for this subject. Mm. Is there anything you you dislike about the? Uh, dislike? <laughs> no, I don't really have any specific uh, uh. issue. But um, but I would say that that it gives a big responsibility also mm -hmm. and. And that's the that's the very part I think, because we have complex complex structure in uh, our organization, uh, in our company. So this is just very part this big responsibility. Hmm. Okay, yeah. and then kind of the item like the future of item either within your organization or just broadly kind of trends that you're seeing in item. Obviously, we're seeing a lot of interesting things like FinOps and um, IT asset disposition. So sustainability is becoming a big thing. What What's kind of on your radar that you see is coming along? Um, yeah, I think item is becoming more and more important day by day. Um, the, 
global economy is not going very well. Uh, our time companies must try to manage their right spending more optimally. Mm. Uh, therefore, ITAM will uh, be needed to mm. manage ITAM more effectively. So, on the, uh, on the one hand, uh, there is a prediction that uh, there will be a significant increase in software expenditure with digital, uh, digital transformation. Mm. Also, uh, the, according to Gartner's uh, reports in, dated in June to last year, uh, 2022, worldwide software uh, spending will increase by approximately 12 uh, percent to uh, 750 billion dollars mm. or uh, worldwide. Uh, the bad side uh, or the risky side is whether companies will invest in a SAM tool uh, because there's a, one thing that a feature of um, item is the good side is yes, everybody, every company must uh, must um, increase their software expenditures, but how can they protect them? Uh, the, the, uh, for the future, uh, item is um, some tools or the other ham tools, uh, hardware as many tools, mm -hmm. uh, will be more important. Uh, but yes, that, I can say that. Yeah, I think it's. Mm -hmm. Seems to be the case, isn't it, that when cost cutting seems to be the the objective of the day, you know, the priority, it's time for it's items time to shine. So yeah, next few years exactly. could be particularly interesting. Yes, but there is this advantage, this advantage that um, so the, the companies also yes, the software expenses to be increased, but they need to invest in a sample for license management also. So they need to. Um, yeah, for uh, procure it, yeah. yeah. It is, but in addition to, to the tool, there's also needed for specific human resources, not just to human resource allocation and processes. Uh, all of these are costs, costs, yes, we know. Mm -hmm. But I think the companies have made the investment, um, make, have to make the investment decision eventually because they will get the return on their investments in any case. So, so, uh, but uh, we, in Turkey, in my com com uh, country, maybe we had uh, six different re reference calls about some experience after our project, because uh, for the banks come to us, the other companies um, uh, about in, uh, the um, construction companies or banks or uh, other telecom companies um, or IT companies came to us. Um, then we explain them, we tell our experience about SAM. So uh, after these reference calls, maybe uh, four or five different companies um, procured SAM tools, invest SAM tools after our conversation. So Brilliant. our KPI is yeah, success is 90% of what? You're keeping the industry uh, going there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah Tur in Turkey, the SAM is growing uh, yeah. For in for for five years, and also there's a um, there's a organization is um, in um, digital transformation office mm -hmm. uh, related to the govern govern government. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. They they, manage, they yeah. yes. There is an obligation that the companies that have critical infrastructure has to um, has to manage um, their license their software. Uh, in a SAM tool or in a SAM life cycle. 
Interesting. Yeah. This obligation. Yeah. Yes, because uh, the, this office um, uh, wants the weak companies uh, or critical companies uh, tracking their licenses truly or not. Yes. Can't just rely on Excel anymore, can you? Yeah. No good. Okay. Well, um, I always like to end these calls, but just a bit about um, any advice you might have um, for people that want to get into ITAM based on the path that you've that you've had or um, that you've seen others take, and then just any any kind of mentors you've had along the way that you want to mention or thank in your mm -hmm. career. Amen. Yes, in my career, um, not directly ITAM, um, but I had uh, about three years ago, I had a uh, meeting uh, with a mentor sponsored by my company, my HR department, uh, but not directly related to ITAM. And the most, um, in, in those uh, conversations, the most important point in my mind uh, was how aware I was uh, of my personal inventory. Mm -hmm. uh, as a result, I have uh, done different jobs in my uh, different companies in my career until this age. And I have got lots of different trainings, certificates, etc. some awards. <laughs> yeah. Like that. Yeah. But therefore, I started think, to think uh, that it's important to be aware of my personal competency inventory and value uh, for the company I work for now. Um, so I started to manage, managing not only the licenses in license inventory, but also my personal inventory also, I started to manage. Uh, mm -hmm. this, 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 this sentence uh, I, I keep in my mind for three years uh, that I remembered. It's, it's interesting. That's a theme that's come up a few times is it's, it's kind of, focusing on yourself and what you want to achieve as long as you keep mm -hmm. that top of mind yeah. then then you'll get there you'll get there a lot of people have kind of you know uh, you know a lot of people have kind of stumbled into itam along the way but at some point they realized oh i could see where this is going once they focused you know their careers have really taken off and i think that's that's the key because when you leave university or you're doing a first job you none of us knew what ITAM was or SAM was. It didn't exist. You know, as you say, in your company, it's a fairly new, fairly new thing. So, you know, you're not going to, when you're 21, go, right, I'm going to be an ITAM professional in in 20 years. I'm going to be leading this or whatever. So, Great. interesting. Great. So, so uh, yeah, because my, uh, normally I have uh, graduated um, with a bachelor's degree in Department of Finance, 2003, mm. yes, my background. So my education career continued with an MBA program at uh, the, the different uh, university in 2006. And, and also uh, in 2020, I had a master's degree uh, for um, audit and risk management program also. So mm -hmm. I have different back background, I have a different background, but by the time uh, in the start of conversation, the beginning of the conversation, I told that it's the fate, but when the faith, when the opportunities come to me, uh, I I'm really um, prepare myself to take the chance or uh, turn it uh, a chance this opportunity. Uh, but I am really happy uh, that involved item and uh, managing software as management in my company. 
I love it. I love my job. Fantastic, fantastic. I think that that feels like a very neat way to end it. You love your job. You love ITAM. Yeah. So, Abdullah, thank you very much for your time. I think we'll we'll end it here. Thank you, George. See you.